Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 9 of the One Proposal Podcast. I am your host, Dalia. In an earlier episode, I recounted the time I asked God what my role in this whole equation of being found was. In response, I sensed the phrase, get ready. When I did a quick search, I was surprised when two scriptures came up that had to do with marriage. But what really stood out were the numerous scriptures that had to do with war, battles, and fighting. At the time, I didn't understand the connection and simply remember asking God hesitantly, So, do you want me to war for my husband? But like most things we don't understand, I put it out of sight, out of mind. That is, until this week, when I was encouraged to go back and do a study on Get Ready from the perspective of warring and battling for the promises of God. Let's pray. Lord God in heaven, we commit this journey to you, trusting it wholly to you. Cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will. Today, we ask for your wisdom in the area of relationships, preparation, and being found by the one. We ask that our minds may be opened to see your light so that we will know and understand what is the hope to which you have called each one of us. As women who are yet to be married, we commit our way to you, Lord. We roll each care of this load to you. We lean on, rely on, and are confident in you and trust that you will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. As a child, I was no stranger to sickness, pain, medication, or doctors. I seemed to always suffer from some ailment. In my teens, I discovered a lump in my breast. I was plagued with random bouts of severe pain, repeatedly misdiagnosed, and had two cancer scare surgeries by the time I reached my 20s. When I came into the faith, I began to hear about the healing available through Jesus Christ. It sounded so awesome, but kind of unbelievable especially when you've lived all your life with some sort of ailment. One evening, a few years into my faith walk, when faced with yet another health challenge, I made the decision that I was going to believe God for the healing of Jesus Christ. Did the physical symptoms leave right then and there? (laughs) No, absolutely not. I found myself face down on the floor countless nights thereafter, fighting the fear and pain. Although disappointment tried to set in, I continued, and eventually the pain disappeared completely. Friends, the victory didn't come just because I called myself a Christian and went to church on Sundays. I had to get to the place of renewing my mind to believe, really believe, that Jesus' healing was available for me. I was waging war for my health, and the battleground was my mind. It's getting to that place of believing that we have to war for. I didn't just wake up one day believing in the healing ministry of Jesus Christ. 
As awesome as it sounded, healing seemed so far-fetched from my current reality. But I stepped out in faith anyway. I began to war with the Word of God, speaking it out of my mouth, hearing it with my ears, seeing it with my eyes, and putting it in my heart continuously so that I could shut out the noise, the lies, the deception from the enemy telling me that what I was doing was out of line with God's will. Years later, I would have a conversation with an acquaintance, sharing with them some of the promises I had seen come to pass in my life, and the best way I found to describe the breakthroughs and manifestations was that I had to war for those promises. Incredulously, they looked at me and with disbelief in their voice said, War? For the things of God? Come on! I left feeling somewhat defeated because although I believed it and had experienced it in my life, in that moment, I couldn't think of a biblical principle to back it up. Till today. 1 Timothy 6.12 tells us to fight the good fight of faith. We understand from Hebrews 11.1 that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And in verse 3, by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. The word command means give an authoritative order. Now get this. One of the scriptures that has to do with getting ready in terms of fighting is Ezekiel 38.7. Get ready. Be prepared. Keep the armies around you mobilized and take command of them. You will be their leader. Friends, who and why are we fighting? Ephesians 6.12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And why are we fighting? 2 Corinthians 10.5 We are casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Friends, I was used to living my life like most everyone I knew, in the flesh, because thinking about spirit beings and spiritual things didn't really seem real. What felt real was everything I could see, touch, taste, and feel. And so I operated in that realm. But today, I sense that if we want to see the fulfillment of God's promises come to pass in our lives, we've got to war for them. And here's the good news. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. 1 John 5 And this is a victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. In scriptures, we see Jesus tell many that it was their faith that brought about their manifestation. 
multiple times, he said, Your faith has saved you. Your faith has healed you. Your faith has made you whole. Friends, just because we call ourselves Christians and go to church on Sunday doesn't automatically mean that we partake of the promises. We must position ourselves. That position is found in Ephesians 2.6. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Friends, the kingdom of God isn't just handed to us. Matthew eleven twelve, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We must appropriate Jesus' victory. And if we are to experience God's good and perfect will for our lives, we cannot conform to the pattern and standards of this world. Nor can we copy the behavior and customs of the world. In Ephesians 6.11, we are asked to put on the whole armor of God, that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wiles means trickery of the devil. Some of his trickeries for singles include the lie that premarital sex is okay, that divorce is an option, that living together before marriage is the best route because you've got to see if you're compatible, of course, that women have trouble conceiving past their 30s, and a mirage of other lies. First Peter 5.8 instruct us to be alert and of sober mind. Because our enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And how does he deceive? His modus operandi hasn't changed from the beginning. Making people doubt what God said, putting into question our standing with God, and tempting us with worldly desires. We see this from the beginning. In Genesis 3.1, when he deceitfully inquired of Eve, Did God really say? And when he came to Jesus in Matthew, trying to challenge him by asking, If you are the Son of God. And finally, when all else fells, in verse 9, the devil showed Jesus all that the kingdoms of the world had to offer, saying, All this I will give to you if you will bow down and worship me. Friends, 1 Peter 5.9 says to resist him, standing firm in the faith. Ephesians 6 outlines the best plan of resistance. Put on the full armor of God so that we can stand against the devil's schemes and having done all to stand we stand. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, 
which is the word of God. Just like Jesus did in Matthew 4, when he was tempted by the devil, responding with, It is written. Friends, it is written that God has made us into a helpmeet for a man. It is written that we will not lack a mate and that the Holy Spirit will gather us together. It is written that we will not suffer miscarriages or be barren in this land. It is written that with God all things are possible. It is written that by Jesus' stripes I am healed. Hebrews 4.12 tells us, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Friends, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds are a strongly held belief. We are called to refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Friends, get ready. Be prepared. Fight the good fight of faith. For the Lord our God is He who goes with us to fight for us against our enemies, to give us the victory. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening. I would like to gift you a free ebook. In this episode, I speak about my journey to healing. Visit www.theoneproposal.com to get the 10-page ebook that will encourage your faith to believe God for big things in your own life.